Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're doing if you stay here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. And we're back here at the Inadequate Club at Camp Blood Radio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me is the JoJo Gallo. Hello. Joe Gallo. God, I've missed your voice. Oh, you will. You know, I've missed yours. It's only been, you know, about 500 weeks since last we've talked. I know, even though we talk every day. Weird. It shows how yeah, much I, I appreciate you and, and, and love you, Joe Gallo. It's only been a day. Yeah, but during the show is the only day I get to hear that succulent mwah, voice that you have. Well, sometimes. Be careful what you wish for. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, fine. Powering this episode, Bones Coffee. You know why, Joe Gallo? Why is that? Because it has bone in the name for, is one reason. And, you know, because we like to talk about things with bone in the name, right? We do like boning on occasion. Boning, boners. I mean, the list goes on. Anyways, Bones Coffee, fucking delicious. Strawberry Cheesecake is my new jam this week. I had never had it before, and it's fucking delicious. Even if you don't like cheesecake, go drink it anyway. <clears throat> and, you know, you know, speaking of, of, uh, of coffee, Joe Gallo, I got to take a sip of this delicious uh, coffee here on my lips. Oh, shit. Not again. You hear that, Joe Gallo? I heard it. Oh, it's hot on my lips now. See, All I'm right. always scared to drink the coffee before the shows because I was afraid I went to poop right in the middle of the show. Oh, it'll get you, too. Some of this shit will sneak right up on you now. I know. All right, so speaking of coffee, I still, for those of you that have asked me, I think three of you who have asked me about CBR coffee, I still don't have any word on that because I've been busy playing video games all week and working on other shit, and I just flat out haven't haven't bothered with it uh, because I know it's going to be a, a pain in the ass, and it's probably going to be a no, and I don't want to disappoint you guys. Uh, I don't want to disappoint you. I mean, I, I'm used to doing things too soon, if you catch my, my drift, Joe Gallo. I'm, no, well, I'm you're used also to being, used to disappointing people too. Absolutely, quickly for that matter, a quick disappointment. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of trying to drag it on, just to kind of help, you know, help ease the frustration, as I've often, uh, as I, as I've often done in my life. So just bear with me. I'm going to try to actually make a point. Matter of fact, I'm going to make a little, a little note of that right now. Uh, l- a little one, Joe Gallo. Little note. <laughs> Keyword little. Uh, mm-hmm. to get that finished this week, actually. And then I'll let you peeps know. So before we get any further, we have a rather sad thing that we need to touch on. And I'm sure you've seen. And that is the passing of Mr. Peter Mark Richmond from Jason Takes a Boat Ride. Rest in peace. For you, Jason Takes a Boat Ride dick riders out there. Uh, the Mr. Mr. Peter, he has like 200 acting credits. I mean, he was kind of a big deal in, back in the day. I mean, way prior to 
Jason takes a boat ride. So if you look him up on IMDb, he has quite the impressive resume, if you will. So, of course, uh, RIP for that. Uh, 93 years old. So that is actually a signature that I do not have of Friday alum. I, I have nothing signed by him, probably because part eight sucks a bag of dicks. And I just don't really collect anything from part eight. So, uh, well, well, you know, you got to admit that his death in that film was probably one of the top in the franchise. Tomato, tomato. Bill <clears throat> um, Dunk is pretty cool and gross. It is. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, but yeah, I just I don't have anything part eight related really so what that's probably why so uh definitely had to mention that um oh you know what speaking of coffee before i forget i'm scrolling through the interwebs earlier this morning and i and i don't know where this came from um other than i know my phone listens listens to us and out of nowhere i see this ad for some coffee because obviously you know we talk a lot about coffee and I have never heard of this before, and I and it immediately got my attention. And you want to know why that is, Joe Gallo? I'm ready. This coffee is called Wad Fee Coffee. Why? Wad? It has Wad in the name. And like I said, I, you know our phones listen to us, so it mm-hmm. was like a it was like a sponsored ad, one of those types of things. So maybe I say Wad a lot. I don't know. But it caught my attention for obvious reasons. So I look at it and I'm like, oh, what's this fucking watch shit here? This is this is right up my alley. So I click on it, <clears throat> clickbait, of course. And what is this, Joe Gallo? It is not just coffee. It is coffee with protein. It is wad coffee with protein. How fucking oh, awesome is that? Are you, they're, they're jizzing in the coffee, Nathan. Don't drink it. Well, I'll tell you, it got, it got my little wheels to turning. <laughs> and I thought... If Camp Blood Radio Coffee legit becomes a thing, this is this is this is talking to me now. I mean, we're almost gonna have to have protein wad coffee. CBR wad protein coffee, Joe Gallo. And I'll tell you why. Because the listeners need protein to start their day. They really do. And end the day if you're gonna get my drift. Oh. It's a double edged sword. Not a sword, more like a, a paring knife, but you get my drift. Still so, stings. So think about that, though. The possibility of that could be very, very beneficial to people's health. I mean, we want our listeners to, to be healthy and energized uh, and hydrated uh, so they can start their day and be productive, right? I agree. Yes, productive. So shout, shout out to Wad fucking coffee. Uh, I'm, I got to buy some of this stuff and see what the uh, see what the fuss is about. I mean, Christ, they're sponsoring ads, so they must be doing something right. You're going to get pregnant. All the cool shit is sponsored, Joe Gallo. All of yeah. it. So, yeah, I thought that was uh, definitely CBR material right there. So, <clears throat> anyways, enough about enough about fucking jizz coffee. Um, shout-outs. We got a few shout-outs this week before we get to our five minutes of Friday the 13th chit-chat. So... Uh, let's see. First, we're gonna. You know what? Let's go with the Jason Rising crew. We got to give a shout out to our our uh, our colleague, Mister Mister James Sweet, who we love so dearly. Such a such a sweet and and generous generous young man who will be on and, soon. And handsome. Oh, he's very handsome. Mm-hmm. And 
and he just posted a picture this past week of his handsome mug with the original Mrs. Voorhees head, and he posted that on the Jason Rising Facebook page, and it's probably on other social media too, but that's that's where I seen it at, and of course his sweet face caught my caught my attention, and then holy shit, he's with the original head. And you know where that head is, Joe Gallo, right now? Uh, no. That head is at the, well, I'm I'm assuming it's still there, at the Pop Culture Museum in Seattle, and it is currently owned by Kurt Root. But you know what he put in that post, Joe Gallo? What's that? James I saw Sweet. the post. James, I know you did because you're a Jason Rising dick rider. Yes. So I know that you've seen it. But you know what he said in that post? I know you know what he said in that post, but I'm going to tell you what James Sweet said in that post. And James Sweet said this, Joe Gallo. Tell me, Daddy. He said that the head, the head, is going to be featured in Jason Rising. Oh, that's fucking badass. Back on the screen there, there, little boy. You believe that? Well, that's going to be fucking cool. So, Because I know Jason Rising has the headless Pam running around, so maybe she's going to find the fucking thing. I don't know. I can't wait. You just never know. I guess you're going to have to tune in when it's finally dropped and see for yourself, which I know I keep saying that that uh, Mr. James is going to be on to talk to us again very soon, and he's going to be. He's going to be. So just stay tuned. Bear with us. Um, it's a pandemic, people. Bear with us. We'll get some of these people on. Uh, so shout out to Jason Rising crew. You know that we're Jason Rising dick riders, so we gotta we gotta mention that for sure. So dick riders got uh, a dick ride, dude. Duh, gotta ride that dick, the Jason Rising dick. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of speaking of riding dicks, um, last week when we when I when we uh, awarded Never Hike in the Winter the best fan film of 2020. There really wasn't a whole lot of response to that episode like I thought there would be. I do have to say that. I mean, mostly people agreed. So I, I was going to say, what are you going to argue with? Get on the fucking YouTubes and watch the other fucking dumpster fires. I mean, there's not a whole lot, I guess, to to debate there. So I just wanted to say that there really wasn't a whole lot of response to that. So anyways... Shout out to your little buddy, Joe Gallo, your little buddy, Brian, South Jersey, Jason Emenheiser. And you know why, Joe Gallo? Why is that? Brian purchased some Camp Blood Radio stickers that were, well, are available on the T-Publics, tpublic.com. And Brian Bader, who we like to call Brian Bader because he is a chronic masturbator, hence the Bader, uh, Brian posted a picture of him with some stickers. And you know what else Brian had in that photo, Joe Gallo? Uh, can't remember. All I was picturing was the stickers on his genitals. That's all I cared about. Well, Brian posted a photo of himself wearing Friday the 13th boner pants. He had Camp Blood Radio stickers basically laying over his boner pants in his genital area uh, where he... Also had he he had a uh, a Mrs. Voorhees head in the photo sitting next to him, and you know who made that Mrs. Voorhees head, Joe Gallo? My homie, your butt buddy, fucking Christopher Westcott. 
That was a new kind of fear customs, Mrs. Voorhees said in the photo. And he also was wearing a hockey mask and had some lotion sitting next to him. And what what really set the photo off to me, and I'm not the fashion police by any means. I'm lucky if I can even comb my hair every day. Uh, Brian Bader was wearing fucking like had some sort of boots on. With the boner pants, boots and boner pants. The double J. I don't I don't get the um, I'm not sure why he was wearing these boots. So looked rather odd. It was almost like a punk rock thing. Like the 80s punk rock fucking bands. You know what I'm talking about? I feel like maybe he was feeling a little bit inadequate. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean. I wear boots all the time. Well, no, I don't. But <clears throat> if I had boots, I probably would wear them, but it wouldn't help. So what's the fucking point? It's like driving a big old fucking jacked up fucking pickup truck. I mean, the short man syndrome fucking pickup trucks. Oh, yeah. Flying their fucking Trump 2020 flags, and they got the fucking ball sack things hanging from the goddamn uh, <clears throat> hitches. Yep. They got their little peepees. Right, and then everybody says that all them guys that drive them jacked up honky wagons are fucking inadequate club members. I don't know if mm. I believe that. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. No, I don't even know how that really even started because I could say the same thing about people that drive muscle cars or fast cars or Corvettes or whatever. I mean, we could say the same thing about that for them, right? Well, they're just trying to compensate for their little ding-dongs. Well, you know what, people? Maybe that is correct because I've had my fair share of super sport Camaros, Mustangs, uh, G- Cobra Mustangs for that matter, uh, big block Chevelles. I mean, you name it, I've had it. Hemi cars, I mean, the whole fucking shebang. Damn. And, and I, Joe Gallo, am part of the inadequate club, as you know. So there is at least one example of trying to compensate for something. Am I, am I correct? That was the sickness of the beginning of it, yes. So I said, well, to compensate for my inadequate trouser snake, I'm going to go buy, I'm going to go spend, um, I mean, we're going back a ways, but I'm going to go spend $40,000 on this car um, to make up for my small wiener. I'm going to feel much better after I have $740 a month car payments for this garage ornament that is really... That's all that's all you can really do with it because God forbid if you were to get a rock chip on it. That would suck. And I mean forty thousand dollars wasn't a lot of money. Not it's not a lot of money now. Well, I mean it kinda is. Just depends. But I'm talking like in the early two thousands. If you went out and bought like a two thousand three or two thousand four Cobra, they were forty thousand fucking dollars. And that was a lot of fucking money. In which I did have a brand new one. So, like I said, you gotta try to I mean, how else are you gonna get how else are you gonna give the bar trolls, how else, how else are you going to get them to go back to your house with you and try to give them a decent uh, wienering if, if there's not like a reason for them to, they gotta, they gotta be like a, you know, attracted to something like, Oh, he's got a nice car. Look at that nice, shiny, loud car out there. And that's how, that's how you win Joe Gallo. More, you want to you know what the moral of that story is? Mm-hmm. Uh, Loud, fast cars and expensive car payments, and you can have a tiny dang dang, and you can still take home the bar flies. Beautiful. I am I am living proof of that. 
So there's hope. Yes, there is hope for many of you people out there. Uh, now, whether they come back for seconds is a different story, but at least you can have round one. So keep your head, keep your uh, your head up in more ways than one. If if you can, you can if, try. If you can. Well, we've got pills for that nowadays, so you should be able to. Oh, let's see. So, yeah, we want to thank Brian for his disturbing, odd photo of the collaboration of all kinds of Friday the 13th paraphernalia. Uh, there was there was a lot going on in that photo, but if you want to see it for yourself, you'll have to go to the South Jersey Jason page and check that out. Uh, let's see. Speaking of people who like to dress up as Jason, uh, at Horror Daddy 85 uh, our friend, Mr. Josh Kersey, you know what he bought, Joe Gallo? Um, can I guess? Did he buy a Campbell Radio mug? He did. Yes, he did. Oh, shit. He bought one. Yes, he bought one. Uh, he also is, and I think this is the only one in existence that, well, that I know of, unless one of you people like went and took the Camp Blood Radio and got one made on your own, which, which I don't blame you if you did, but he also got a CBR pillow. I don't know. We had pillows. Yes, we do, Joe Gallo. Well, there's a lot of things about CBR that you just don't know yet. You're still on probation, technically. Oh shit! All right, fine. Yep. So that is one of your assignments: is to learn about all the show merchandise. Well, I've been so, to the Cheap Public page. I, I saw we have we have uh, mugs, shirts, masks. Uh, that's what I can remember off the top of my head. Well, I wanted a mask. Well, I want all of it, but. It's about to be more, Joe Gallo, and I'm going to talk about that in just a second. So, Hell yeah. Uh, Josh is the first owner of a pillow, I believe. So he also uh, sent me a photo of Minnie Jason, his daughter, Savannah, of course, Minnie Jason 13. Mm-hmm. And he said that she just loves her Camp Blood Radio shirt. So he sent another picture. She's got the hockey mask on and holding an axe and has her little Camp Blood Radio shirt on, which I will post to the show page. Um so yeah, so shout out to at Horror Daddy eighty five. If you're not following him on the Instagrams, I don't know what you're doing. Go click the follow button, people. Um, shout out to speaking of of show shirts. Shout out to Eric Vandermark. I mean, he is styling and profiling. He's like Rick fucking Flair. He sent a picture wearing his brand new show shirt from T Public, and you know where he's at, Joe Gallo. He he's out in New York. You guys are practically cousins. Oh shit! No way. Yeah, yeah, you guys are. He did look are, very handsome. Oh, he did absolutely. He had a he had a uh, Camp Crystal Lake sign in the background. Style. What is that? Ric Flair used to say, "Styling and profiling." Perhaps making the show shirts look good, Eric. We appreciate you, my friend. Oh, let's see. Oh, shout out to Jason Baker, as always, uh, loyal listener. Uh, Jay out in San Diego. You know what, Joe Gallo? He sent me a a video because he knows that we like our ball sack talk and our wiener talk. And you know what that video was? I think I sent it to you, right? I don't think so. He sent me a video of it's, it's, uh, it's ball skin. And what this was, was a, it was, I don't even know who was in the video, but uh, I'm trying to think of the person's name, but it, I, I'm having a, I'm having a, a brain lapse here. Anyways, it was a video in, Apparently, they can do skin grafts on the finger and they use skin off your ball sack. You believe that? 
it's a magic touch if you will so it's it, it's like it's like wiener finger or ball finger or foreskin finger i'm not really sure how that works but the video it's what's funny in the video is the the narrator i guess the commentator whatever the fuck uh said that you have to trim your finger because the hair will continue to grow so i almost want a I almost want a ball sack finger just to have one. I almost want to just, it, it'd be like, it'd be like a, a girl getting a boob job, right? I mean, it's just cosmetic surgery. Uh, well, For that me, means every person be. you, you shook hands with would be first base, man. <laughs> right on the old pointer finger. I got a little, I got a little, uh, a, a little, little ball skin graft right on my pointer fingers there or right on the middle fingers too. So that way, that way you get a, get a nice, Nice grip on them with a couple fingers there when you're shaking hands. How fucking sweet would that be? Yes. Nice grip on them. God damn it. That is Camp Blood Radio approved right there, buddy. Ball skin fingers. So That'll be our cult, dude. Oh, my God. The fucking video. When I watched it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, is is this serious? Is this for real? And it's probably a joke. I don't know. But it's funny nonetheless because it talks about graphing the skin off of your sack onto your fingers on the under your fingertips uh and i'm sure you know what which makes me think i mean you could easily graph skin from your balls onto other places of your body why not why does it just have to be your fingertips kneecaps dude yeah well i mean pretty much anywhere you want it joe gallo so if you have if any of you i guess have excessive uh, ball sack skin, maybe you ought to think about doing that for just for cosmetic purposes. I mean, everybody else gets cosmetic surgery nowadays, more so women than guys, but I don't see why, uh, I don't see why that couldn't be a thing. Oh man. I just, has I'm my vote anyway. Yeah. It has my vote. I just want to see a, a whole person just covered in ball sack skin. What would that look like? <laughs> a, a lizard? Well, I'll tell you what, if any of you need some, I don't have I don't have much extra, but I'll donate it to you. I'll donate it to you if you need some. Well, it grows back, right? You can just keep donating a little bit at a time. I don't know if it does or not. Google it. Why don't you Google returning ball sack skin and see what happens? Let me hey, know how Google, that works how much ball sack skin does it take to grow back? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, enough about that. <clears throat> oh, you know what? Um, you know what? I, I heard from... Uh, Dr. Kent McMullins again, a.k.a. the drunk uncle. You know that guy that uh, left me high and dry uh, last fall? You know that guy? I heard of him. Yeah, and you know he left those voicemails uh, last week, and I'll be goddamned that if at 2 a.m. a couple nights ago that the drunk uncle did not leave me more voicemails. All of a sudden now, apparently, he wants to talk to me, and I'm just going to play him for you. Uh, here's, what, here's what he had to say at about 2 a.m. Uh, this week. Don't get me wrong. Hey, again, this is Kent. Um, And again, Nathan, I know you have a lot of bad blood, um, but you have to understand what was going on at that point. I didn't have time to respond to you. I saw your texts, saw your emails, saw your FaceTimes, saw your dick pics, all those things. It's actually hard to make out a dick because it was so small, inadequate. Yeah, I guess that's inadequate club. That's what you guys do now. My, my replacement. Yeah, fuck you guys. Anyways, um, you know, I was busy, man. And it's hard to respond when you're busy. 
was busy doing murder podcasts, stupid. So apparently, dumb, dumb, oh, it continues. Here we go. Um, again, this is Kent. Um, this is a shout out to myself, uh, Nathan. <laughs> I think, uh, I think you have a weird voice. I think you, I think you're dumb, and I think you're, you're Joe Gallo, uh, more like uh, Joe Dummy. <laughs> Sorry, that was a joke. Um, anyway, uh, I think you guys are dumb, and I think you, you guys need to talk about uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter more. That's a great movie. Um, anyone that was born, lived in the 80s, lived through the 80s. I remember one time they, they plowed my driveway, and, and then I went and sat and watched it. And that was great. One more thing. Hey, again, this is Kent. Hey, fuck Joe Gallo. He ain't no drunk uncle. He, I, nobody can replace me. Dummies, you can't do this. You can't do this. You have to wait forever for me to get back to you. And then if you're lucky, I will. But Joe Gallo is the devil. I've seen it. I know a lot of people around here, a lot of a lot of people around here think that he's stupid and the devil. And he kinda like if you look at his face. He almost looks like a cartoon dog, <laughs> uh, like 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 in a good way. It's not even a bad thing, but like he almost looks like a kind of cartoon dog. <laughs> dog. So there you have it, Joe Gallo. <laughs> it's always nice to hear from uh, from Kent McMull- from Kent McMullins now, isn't it? I appreciate what an his, asshole. I appreciate his uh, his voicemails there at, at that hour. Uh, he knows that I'm asleep at that time. So that's why he's doing that. He knows that I get to wake up in the morning and while I'm drinking my delicious coffee, I get to listen to his, um, his babbling. So go figure. So shout out to the drunk uncle, uh, for, for thinking of us enough to take time out of his busy day to, uh, to send us his, his salutations. So, uh, apparently he's not a Joe Gallo fan though, as you can tell. That's understandable. I'm not either. I was going to say, I don't really know anybody that is, so that's that's nothing new. So uh, let's see. A uh, couple more shout outs. Shout out to Lauren Marie Taylor, part two, Friday the 13th, part two alum, the lovely Lauren Marie Taylor. And shout out to Darcy DeMoss from one of our favorites, Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. And you know why I'm shouting them out, Joe Gallo? I know one of them. Well, these lovely ladies are now following Camp Blood Radio on the Instagrams. Oh, shit. And we appreciate that. I didn't know we got Darcy, too. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. One of your your favorite ladies. And you know the lovely Lauren Marie Taylor, she actually liked a post from this week. And that post involved you, Joe Gallo. I know, everyone's on my fucking case this week. (laughs) And your little sack at Packinac. She liked it. So, go figure. She can have it. It was a good good post. So, uh, when I seen, I'm like, oh, shit, Lauren Marie. So, yeah, we love Lauren Marie Taylor. Such a sweet, such a sweet lady. And I know we've said she'll be on, and now that she officially likes cbr on the instagrams 
maybe that's a sign people maybe that is your confirmation and all you needed to hear right there just to just to let you know that it's in the works oh she's a, she's out my way too she's what now i'm sorry she's out my way too she's in new york she's only like an hour or two away from me there's so many amazing people out your way joe gallo it makes me jealous not you though not me that's by choice though i could be any i could be anywhere in the world that i wanted to be and but i think i've narrowed that down to the ukraine actually so um Hmm. But if but if not the Ukraine, maybe I'll consider the East Coast. Only because the Joe Gallo is out there. Could be my neighbor. Uh pass. No thanks. Wow. Uh, sorry. Sorry, not sorry, Joe Gallo. So shout out to Lauren Marie Taylor. Shout out to Darcy DeMoss. Thank That's you. Merch th- yes, of course. Thank you. We appreciate you. We appreciate all the Friday alum for that matter. They should all follow Camp Blood Radio, Joe Gallo, all of them. Mm-hmm. But we do have a handful of, of Friday alum that do follow the page and interact with the page from time to time. So, uh, And big producer actors. Oh, absolutely. I can, very accomplished people for that matter. I, I mean, the list just goes on and on. Uh, but enough about that. Enough about that because we got to talk about some merch. And as far as merch goes, some merch talk. Uh, Camp Blood Radio merch is now, ladies and gentlemen, now available on the Etsy's. And I know you know what the Etsy's is, so go check it out at Camp Blood Radio. Uh, the merch is still on T Public; that's still live. But my problem with that is the price fluctuates, and they do frequent sales. So it might be a week where, say, shirts are twenty dollars and then next week for three or four days they'll have them for thirteen dollars so the price is just up and down um and when they run the sale all the products are on sale it's not just shirts it's the hoodies stickers um whatever the case may be it's all on sale but i just don't really like the price the price being uh fluctuating like that so i was thinking of ways to try to have more uh, consistency there and Etsy was an option. So uh, hoodies, zip-ups, mugs, and your favorite Joe Gallo, Camp Blood Radio bikinis are now live. Oh, I can't wait to rock that shit. I was unable to get the Borat man thong. Uh, I don't know what you call those things, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I was unable to get those. So unfortunately, uh, you and Brian Emenheiser will not be able to model those. So. Shit. Sorry, ladies. I'm sorry about your luck on that. Uh, speaking of ladies, uh, one of Gallo's gaggle of ladies, the lovely Stacy White, she chimed in, Joe Gallo, and you know what she said? What did she say? She said that she's a listener of Camp Blood Radio, so we thank her for that. We appreciate Stacy for that. And you know what else she also said? Yes. Ah, delicious coffee. She said that she can't wait for a Camp Blood Radio bikini. Oh, hell yeah. Well, if anyone could rock it, she's one of them. Well, that's what I hear. I hear uh, Stacy's got it going on. I, well, I, can, I don't know if her mom does either, but... Well, I was going to ask if you've seen her mom, but... I probably have. I've known Stacy since I was in fucking kindergarten. I mean, if Stacy's if Stacy's a, a baddie, then her mom probably is too. That's usually how that works, right? I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, 
Sort of, right? Well, I'm a know. baddie. I don't know. My mom don't look like me. You can get my drift. Well, I'd just say you look more like your mom. Because <laughs> you're, you're more on the feminine side with your little soft features, Joe Gallo. Thank you. <laughs> and you're the fucking Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber haircut. I know your mom don't approve of that shit. I know my that mom was not knows her. I'm a handsome boy, and she'll tell me as such whenever I ask. Oh, my God. It's kind of like the dildos on fucking Facebook that post pictures of their kid, and they're like, oh, my kid's the cutest kid ever. And then it's like, no, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. That's that's how it is for you, Joe Gallo. Your mom just tells you that. I appreciate even, it, too. Even though she disapproves of your Lloyd Christmas haircut, and she really wants to tell you that you look like a penis with ears. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. So anyway, shout out to Stacey White. Go check her out on the gram. What's what what is she on Instagram, Joe Gallo? Uh her handle is White Sin Artist. She does a lot of cool like makeup and special effects and just random cool stuff. Yeah, she did some hockey mask face paint. I did see that. Um I'm I'm gonna I think she did like one that was like half mask and maybe there was a full mask one too. But oh, anyway, yeah, yeah, no. She she did the the half mask one, and then I was like, "Hey, come on, do do a do dead white makeup." So she did. Okay, yep, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, the dead white. Uh, so shout out to Stacy White. Go check her out on the grams. And sounds like we're going to be seeing her in some Camp Blood Radio bikini photos very mm-hmm. soon. So be on the lookout for that because <laughs> I know our listeners like some titties, Joe Gallo. I know that they do. And wieners. Balls and wieners. And speaking of titties, speaking of them, because, you know, we like our titty talk, too. We talked about Brian Emenheiser, and now, you know who it's, you know whose turn it is? Speaking of the Emenheisers? Reversed. <laughs> now, it's Brian's lovely wife's turn. And we've talked about her before. I know you've spent some time with the lovely... Irene, as I refer to to her as Irene. Mm-hmm. Meatballs I, are amazing. Yeah, Irene, aka Meatballs. <laughs> Irene, uh, I sent Brian out a Friday the Thirteenth Part Two Camp Crystal Lake sign. I had sent him uh, one of those, <clears throat> and he uses it for some of the South Jersey Jason photo ops and all that fun stuff. Uh, anyways, apparently Irene was feeling naughty one day. And feeling a little frisky. And she decided to post a picture wearing one of Brian's hockey masks. And you know what? Irene did not have a shirt on, Joe Gallo. But because we have to censor on social media, you know what was used as censorship? It was not Camp Blood Radio stickers that Brian bought. It was the Friday the 13th Part 2 sign as the censoring material. Right. It was the Camp Crystal Lake sign, not the Pakenak Lodge sign, right? Not not the Pakenak sign. It was just the Camp Crystal Lake sign. Did I say Pakenak, Joe Gallo? Did I say that? Mm, I don't I don't think so. I think I, I did. I don't think so. I don't think I did. Maybe you maybe you should pay more attention. I was thinking of the picture and I definitely wasn't remembering the sign. <laughs> because you love titties. Mm-hmm. So anyways, speaking of the Pakenak. I am making some Pakenak signs, a.k.a. for Irene, we're going to call it the Rackenak sign. So maybe, just maybe, 
there might be an Irene titty picture with the Pakenak Lodge sign in the near future. Maybe if Brian, if Brian can talk her into it, that is, I mean, I'll, we're just going to have to wait and see. So be on the lookout because you just never know what you might get. Also, Irene in this photo, in this titty photo, she is also wearing, you remember how we talked about the Camp Crystal Lake Part 1 signed pendant from the homie Ruben Morales over at Villains in Love? Remember that conversation? I do. Irene is also wearing Brian's signed pendant, which I know that your, your eyes are not necessarily drawn to it, but if you look at the photo, you'll see it. So... Shout out to Villains in Love. Go back and look at the photo. You'll see what I mean. Mm -hmm. And if anybody else wants to look at that photo, and I encourage you to do so, at Jason's Girl F13 on the Grams. Because Joe Gallo, you know why? Why is that? Titties. Titties. All right. Um... <clears throat> Lots of good merch stuff going on right now. There, there's always good Friday merch stuff. It never fails. Shout out to, speaking of the homies, shout out to James Ingram, J3 Jason Costumes. I had a little chat with Jim, and Jim is finally working on a Part 7 chain for my personal collection. Uh, he did get his shipment in, and if anybody else is interested, shoot him a message. But mine is in the works. He sent me a little... Uh, um, progress picture if you will and it was um draped around his ding dong i mean it was quite the photo but <clears throat> you know how the homies work joe gallo yeah they i like, like the their, photo god damn it where is they, it they like their wiener talk too so just to be a funny man he decided to use the chain to censor up his little dinky so shout out to ji i'll be looking forward to getting that but that is not the only thing that he's working on people <clears throat> He is just about done, from what I understand, for you uh, for you part seven dick riders out there. He's just about done with the new latex hood that he has that was sculpted by another homie, Brandon Scott Murphy. And apparently he has to shrink it down. And I offered him my assistance because I told him that I am an expert in dealing with things that are shrunk. And he said that he had it under control. So, ah, so James is in the inadequate club too, eh? Yes, he is. He may not be. Uh, he may not be. He might not be out of the closet with it yet. But I'm gonna say that he is a full fledged member. Ah, we fucking know, Mister Ingram. We know he is a member. So, anyways, I said I am an expert in shrinking. And so is Joe Gallo. So we would love to help you with your situation. And he said, I have it under control. So, and you know the work that Brandon Scott Murphy does. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Work. The sculpt, beautiful. That, 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 that hood that he's got coming too uh, is beautiful. And uh, Jordan Harvey is actually getting that uh, part seven from James Ingram. Speaking of things that are shrunk. Right. <laughs> so you'll be getting some photos from uh, 13 Gallows Lane with that hopefully this summer. Of course we will. Of course we will. So, yeah. So, if anybody is thinking about putting a seven costume together, this latex hood will be top notch. I mean, Brandon's work speaks for itself. 
And the good and the great thing about Jim is Jim does not gouge the price up there. All of his products. I mean, he makes stuff for the costume community. It's a side gig for him, but he, I don't want to say it's um, uh, what's the right word I'm looking for. Um, I don't, I don't know that budget in mind would be uh, affordable. Yeah, they're affordable, but I mean, there's a lot of gouging, and I understand shit costs money and time costs money, but. Um, there's no gouging going on. So you're going to get the best deal. I can tell you right now, you're going to get the best deal on a full costume from J3. Without so, a doubt. James, James is my homie. He's making me a part four and I can't wait. The uh, Definitely the best out there, the best prices, I think. I know he's got a couple other products in the works. Uh, one of them has to do with part seven as far as weapons goes. I'm not going to say anything about that. I don't know if that's public knowledge yet. So uh, be on the lookout. I'm sure it's something he'll talk about soon. Um, I don't want to say anything and then have him be like, what the fuck? Um, but anyways, I'll let him follow that page, J3 Jason Costumes, um, or shoot him a message. Maybe he'll just tell you about it. Like I said, if you're putting a seven costume together, it might be something that you're interested in. Um, oh, you know what? Speaking of titties, speaking of of the, the lovely James young lady, uh, his... Well, I don't know about his. I've never seen his. This was just a picture of, of like, basically from the waist down with the chain draped around his uh, his dong. So I don't know about the man boob situation. Um, and I'm not interested in that, Joe Gallo. I'll leave that all Damn. up to you. So uh, speaking of real titties, <sighs> that matter. Okay. A couple shout outs to some lovely young ladies on the Instagrams. Uh, my life with horror seems to be a lovely young lady who is a definite Friday the 13th fan. Go check her out. And also at Texas Ellison is clearly a Friday the 13th fan. Very lucky, very good looking young ladies. And you know what, Joe Gallo, you know what these ladies just might need? They Can't might radio need shirts. Exactly. That's just what well, I, was I know. I, um, I know my life with horror. She, she we we're supposed to do a shoot this summer coming up. And uh, I did a couple edits for her. Very nice. We'll see right there. There's a connection that I did not even know existed. If you uh, remember about like, uh, what, two weeks ago, I did a, a edit of a girl in, in, a, in a burning down cabin. That was her. Yeah, I don't remember. I'll have to go check that out. But yes, that's the power of the internet, Joe Gallo. You just never know where the connections might be. So, yeah, I'm thinking these young ladies might need a CBR shirt. Um, also, um, with, there's a couple other young ladies who are going to be in some show merch. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to give that one away yet. You'll just have to wait on those. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what we're going to do, Joe Gallo. We're probably going to start posting some polls to see what people think about some of these young ladies as possible uh, show shirt potential which is just a simple click of a button, yay or nay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I might have already done one, and you might have already voted no. Hell no. Big no. Joe Gallo voting no. Jesus. Such, su such support I get around here. I'm a rebel. All right. Um... Oh, you know what? Speaking of the Etsy's, I found some dope ass shit on there and I was just scrolling through aimlessly with nothing better to do. And I came across this 3D lettering from a place called Boost 3D Printing. 
and they have these 3D letters, and they have them for all kinds of films. There was Jaws, Nightmare on Elm Street, et cetera, et cetera. And you could use them for like a shelf display or just tack them up on the wall. <clears throat> um, they probably do some custom work, I'm sure. But anyways, they have two Friday the 13th options on their shop. And the one that caught my eye first was the Jason Lives, because, of course, we love part six. And then they have one that's the traditional Friday the 13th logo. So anyways, I click on that and I'm like, oh, cool. Let's see what the pricing is. Well, that prompts you to uh, select an ordering option. And you know what those ordering options are. Sizes, Joe Gallo. And here, here is, here, here it is right here. So I was very torn as to what size to order. And I'm going to tell you why. So there is one, two, three, four, five sizes. And they start with small. And the small says that it's three inches. You believe that, Joe Gallo? This place is deeming small as three inches. Wow. That's a... That's uh, an insult. <laughs> That's a fucking smack right to the face. Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> but we already knew that anyway. So they deem medium as five inches, large as seven inches, extra large as nine inches, and the Tommy Lee version is, which they're deeming as super, is a, an 11-incher, Joe Gallo. Damn. Can you imagine product testing these letters? Can you imagine the time? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and take, uh, put me down for a Tommy Lee. Go ahead and put me down for one of those, please. I don't want to walk for a week. <laughs> I just thought it was very ironic. So, I mean, here I am. I think that I'm ordering uh, something for a shelf display or maybe to hang up on the wall. And next thing, I, you know. I'm ordering some I'm ordering a Tommy Lee version. It's just very strange. You never know what you're going to get in the Etsy shops, Joe Gallo. You never know. So if small is 3 inches, then I guess the CBR version of these letters would be microscopic. Cuz I mean, I'd be thrilled to death at 3 inches. I don't know about you, but Jesus. I mean, yeah, I guess uh that's the, the new uh description there, microscopic club. I mean, sign me up for the small. I mean, hell, I'd be thrilled to death just to have that in real life, let alone the the Super Tommy Lee version there. But I mean, who who in the fuck wants to wants something that's three inches? Really, nobody, nobody does. Ask my wife. I mean, she doesn't really want it. She just feels bad. <laughs> yeah. She she just feels bad, so she just tolerates it. That's the thing about love, Joe Gallo. You just tolerate things. I mean, right, wrong, I don't know. Right, You're married. left, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you Who could say you you could say that about a lot of things. I don't know. I'm just saying I think that I think with love comes toleration of inadequacy. That's all. Amen. I mean, it has to be. It has to be because I am part of the inadequate club. You are part of the inadequate club. We have listeners like Kevin Miller, um, Brian Emenheiser won't won't admit that he is, uh, and the list just goes on. So we're not we're not alone. 
we know that we're not alone. So it has to be true. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be true. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, sign us up for the super duper. We'll take the 11 incher. Uh, check them out on the Etsy. They are pretty fucking cool, though. I mean, all jokes aside, they got some girth to them, Joe Gallo. They really do. You got to look them up. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the product testing on that girthy super 11 incher. Ooh. Oh, I'm ready. To, I'm always up for a fucking challenge. So. <laughs> oh, a challenge? Like you haven't done something like that before? Get the fuck out of here. Hey, that's no challenge for Joe Gallo. That's like, I mean, with you, it it's it's like fucking hot dog down a hallway shit. Don't give me that. I mean, with that, it's a, it's a little bit more than maybe maybe a crowd of people in the hallway. It's a little bit going with ease, but not. You get what I'm right. saying? Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about head. Uh, you know who has we we talked about Topher Westcott and his new Mama Voorhees head, and there's another new head in the works for Mrs. Voorhees. And I don't know if you're familiar with this company or not. You probably are. Madness Pro FX. Does that ring a bell? Um, no, actually. You can check them out on the Book of Faces and they have one in the works also. And you see Topher's doing a part two? I did. You know that I did. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited and put it on my old sack costume. Of course you are because you're the the Joe Gallo, a.k.a. Little Sack at Pakenak. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I, we probably should mention this, even though it's like fucking seven months away. Uh, Onset Cinema, uh, Kenny Caperton, he owns the Myers House out in North Carolina, the, uh, the full-size um, replica of the original Michael Myers House from the first film. I'm sure you've seen that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So Onset Cinema, they do... Um, screening slash campouts for various films at the actual filming locations. But anyways, they have one coming up um, for the 35th anniversary of part six at Camp Daniel Morgan. And there's two different events there. The first one is actually on a Friday, the 13th, August 13th of 21. Uh, and they have a special guest. And that is Mr. Tom McLaughlin. And this is the first time that he's been back or will be back, I should say, because it hasn't happened yet. But it'll be his first time uh, at the filming location since shooting the movie. So, oh, wow. Yeah, they um, they're going to have uh, screening film screen uh, film screening, uh, obviously some some various activities around camp. Uh, tickets look like they are 150 to 250 range. And you can sleep in the cabins or or you have an option. And that option, if you want to spend the night, is you can bring your own tent. And I know I know what I'd be doing, Joe Gallo. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know the um, the guys are trying to get me to go down for that. I'd love to go. Well, you and I could go down there and pitch a tent. Oh, shit. <laughs> It might not be a very big tent, but I mean, we just need a, we just need something just to, you know, just to cut, just to, just to cover us up. We don't need a big tent. A tent McMullins, if you will. Sorry. I had to. Yes. A tent McMullins. That is the perfect analogy. But anyways, you can find some more of that on their page for uh, any of you that are interested or have not been to Camp Daniel Morgan. Um, it is in Covington, Georgia. 
So we should go, Nathan. Let's go. Eh, I'll think about it. I don't know. I might be busy that day. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a ways off. That's like seven months away, literally. And plus, the fucking uh, the Chinese cold virus might shut it down anyway. So who knows? I mean, it didn't shut it down last uh, the last time they did it. Well, and you wonder why the fucking virus keeps spreading, Joe Gallo. So I I don't know. It maybe they will, maybe they won't, but um. We'll see what happens. I mean, things have been up and down. They've been canceling several upcoming conventions for February that uh, everybody thought would be a go. And that's the thing. We just, we really don't know. So I doubt they'll cancel it, A, because it's outside. That's the main yeah. thing. So you can I don't stay socially distant there pretty well. Right. Well, what, what fun is that? I mean, how are you going to sword fight when you got to socially distance? How are you going well, this is America. We don't have to listen. We don't have exactly. We don't have to listen. But maybe I want to. We, we got to do some sword fighting and set up a tent. So no social distancing for us. I can tell you that. But with you and me sword fight, we're going to be bumping noses. Oh yeah, you're damn right we are. Uh, but it's just no fun when you got to do that. I mean, what if you meet a nice young lady while you're cooking s'mores, and you meet a nice young lady that you want to try to give a decent rogering to? How are you gonna do that if you have to social distance? That's bullshit. Um, wear the wear the bio suit. Duh. You know, you know what's funny? The bio suit. Yeah, I should have worn one of them in about 2002. I should have probably started wearing one of them. I should have started wearing one of them in the late 90s, early 2000s. That would have saved me a lot of trips to the fucking doctor. I'm gonna tell you that. The university doctor, that is, just where they give you, they just give you. Uh, uh, a prescription for Peter Sellen and tell you to go on and get, just get on out here with that. Yeah, that would have, that probably would have helped. That would have saved me a lot of time in the, in that cold ass waiting room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, God damn. For those of you that might be in college, just do your best to stay out of those situations. Cause the, they're no fun. They're not fun for anyone involved. So anyways, we'll think about that, Joe Gallo. That's a possibility because, you know, we love part six. So oh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know if we'll have enough time. We'll just put it that way. Oh, let's see. Speaking of part six. Um, now, I guess that's all we got about that for right now. Anyways, a couple of weekly complaints this week, and then we're going to get to five minutes of Friday. And then we're going to peace out. Complaint number one, Joe Gallo. You know what that is? Lay it on me. Stop with the Eagle Fang karate shirts. Okay. Stop it. Stop (laughs) it. Stop it. Jesus. Why? Why? Why are why are are people wearing these shirts? I don't get it. To quote the uh, lovely sensei Lawrence because it's badass. It's not badass. Stop it. Find something else. Go buy a fucking camp blood radio shirt. If you need a new shirt, if you need a new shirt that bad, maybe we'll donate one to you. If it keeps you from wearing one of them fucking fang karate fucking shirts. Um, yeah, stop it. Stop with those annoying. I actually haven't seen them. I've seen a shit ton of them. Like officially yeah. licensed? I don't. I don't I... know. No one gives a shit whether it's officially licensed. I mean, Christ, we just talked about a fucking Friday the Thirteenth, Thirty Ninth anniversary shirt the other day. Oh no one gives God. a fuck. 
officially licensed. Get the fuck out of here. No one cares about that shit. Anyways, knock knock it off with those. Just wear a goddamn Cobra Kai shirt if you're that big of a fan. Um, or Miyagi-Do. Or Miyagi-Do, Joe Gallo. <laughs> yes, I suppose so. Also, idiots in groups, Joe Gallo. So here is one that is really annoying the fuck out of me, and it's annoyed the fuck out of me for fucking 10 years probably, is these dildos, here's what they do. And you know exactly what it is when I tell you. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they'll put up, they'll do like a poll or like a comparison or whatever, and it'll be comparing characters. So like, like Rick from part three versus Rob from part four. Who should win? Are, is this a boxing match? What the fuck are you even talking about? What, why? You know what? I think I saw what post you're talking about. <laughs> Seriously, is this is this a UFC fight? I mean, are we taking bets? Why are why are we asking who should win with characters in Friday? I mean, it's different when you're like, who's hotter? Like that's a legit question. Megan or Nikki? That is a legit question. Not like who should win, uh, Rob from like I said, Rick or Rob, really, really, or Joey or Shelly. Come on, that that'd be a battle right there. Right, exactly. But I I see it all the time, and and it'll drag on literally for weeks. So it'll be like two or three days, and people will be like, "Well, I think Rick should win," and I, I, I think I think Rob should win. Blah blah blah. And then it'll be like, okay, Rick won. And then Rick moves on to the next round. Now it's Rick versus fucking whoever. And it just never, it's the never ending story. And it's I mean, so annoying. That, like, playing into that a little bit, think about that. Rick versus, uh, what's his face from part four? Rob. They both just got their asses kicked by Jason instantly. They didn't but, have a chance. But what I'm saying is, are we promoting a fight between these two? Is that what you're asking us? Or, I mean, are you just asking which character was the bigger dildo? Who do you want removed? Why don't you just ask that? Why don't you just ask that? The dildo award goes to Rick or Rob? I think it would go to Rob. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm getting at here. Not this who should win, and then then they're going to advance to the next round and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? And I mean, these are adults. Like, this is not even children that's doing this. And And it's not anything that's just started. Literally, for years, these people have been doing this. And I'm and I'm not going to mention any names, but there is one particular fucking dildo that does it all the time. All the time. Oh, you been waiting to say that, huh? Oh man, I'm gonna. I, I well, I seen it this morning, and I was like, I, I'm done with this fucking shit. Sorry, not sorry. I'm gonna have to fucking take an aspirin, a children's aspirin, Joe Gallo. Oh, <laughs> calm down, old man. I got a fucking headache over this shit. For fuck's sakes, people, idiots in groups never fails. There's a lot of idiots in groups doing random shit all the time, though. Oh my god, it's fucking terrible. Um. Also, I have one other complaint, and then we're gonna we're gonna get down to brass tacks here. And you know you know what that complaint is, Joe Gallo. It's about you. Oh, my weekly complaint, my last weekly complaint is about the Joe Gallo, and I'm gonna tell you why. <clears throat> you really fucking disappointed me a couple nights ago. 
Oh, not, not the first or last time. Won't be the first time you've disappointed anyone in their life. Big time. A big. That's the only thing that you'll ever be able to say big in with your name is when it's talking about disappointments, Joe Gallo. All right. My feelings are already hurt. So story of your life. Anyways, the Joe Gallo does not know. Well, first of all, let me say this. I know that a lot of Friday the 13th fans, I know that a lot of horror fans and whores, for that matter, in general, like classic rock music. I know that they do. Joe, the Joe Gallo, does not know who Black Oak, Arkansas is. Excuse me. And I am just dumbfounded when he told me that he did not know the band Black Oak, Arkansas. And I'm thinking, where have you been your entire life? Even if you didn't listen to classic rock, how would you not know who this band is? I'm sure I've heard their songs from them. You probably have. So I asked the Joe Gallo, I said, have you ever seen the movie Days and Confused? Which I have seen it. And then your response to me was, well, I I was like 12 years old when I seen it. So like 10 years ago, you seen it. This movie was made in, in this movie came out in the mid nineties. I mean, I think it was 94 when this movie came out. Yeah. I watched it. Uh, 1988. 88. So you're an infant. So anyways, uh, you would have been older than 12 for that matter. Uh, when you, well, not when you, I guess, well, I shouldn't say that. So when you first seen it in reality, you probably were older than 12. Perhaps I remember just watching it at a friend's house. He's like, "This movie was so amazing," and I yeah. watched it. And I liked it, but it was God knows what year it was. I, I remember I was wearing a Limp Biscuit hat, and that's all I was. Well, there you go. That's that's what I like to hear right there, Joe Gallo. It was Joe a red... Gallo, I'm I'm mm-hmm. kind of getting moist in my seat a little bit. You just said the you just said Limp Biscuit. I was wearing a Limp Biscuit hat. You just you just got my you just got my uh my blood flowing right there, boy. I did. I had one. What the hell were those those fucking pants called? Like the orange wind pants, like with all the, the little ties on them. And I had a limp biscuit, a red limp biscuit hat backwards and big ass shirt. Probably an go. Aussie shirt. All right. We can work with that. Fair enough. I'll give you a little bit of credit for that. A little bit. Little Joe Gallo. That's all I'm asking for is a little bit. All, that's, all, that's all you're going to get. So, anyways, if you the reason I asked if you've seen. Days of Confuse is because Black Oak, Arkansas has two songs on that soundtrack. And they're two of their most popular songs for that matter. But anyways, they were the number one touring classic rock band in the 70s. The number one. They didn't sell the most albums of all time, but they were the number one touring band. Oh, so, good thing that I didn't know about them touring in nineteen in the 70s, Nathan. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know how you could have not heard the name. I mean, just I was very disappointed, and I was asking you that for a reason, not to really test your knowledge by any means. Um, it, it's not like it was trivia night, but anyways, uh, I'm not going to get into that right now, but there was a reason why I was asking you if you knew that band. Okay. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. So, okay. Yep. Yeah, so, anyways, uh, just a potential show guest, <clears throat> because I, like I said, I know there's a lot of Friday fans or horror fans out there that that can appreciate or that do like that band. And the lead singer's daughter is a horror film fan. So I'm just going to leave it at that. And she also does some horror film related merch. So uh, anyways, I was just kind of seeing 
if the Joe Gallo was familiar, and he was not. Other than he knew the movie Days Confused. So anyways, enough about that. Um, five minutes of Friday. We got to talk a little bit about Friday the 13th, Joe Gallo. Just a little bit. Aw, oh, do we have to? Oh, I know. I know you're... I know you've had enough for the day. It's been a it's been a stressful one for you. Your <laughs> feelings are hurt. So, anyways, a lot of chatter this week about an article that I believe was first published on Screen Rants, and that article was in reference to Glenn Jacobs. And if anybody does not know who Glenn Jacobs is, he is the wrestler Kane. And anyways, this article was basically saying. Well, I guess uh, promoting the idea of Glenn Jacobs being the next Jason if we get another film, which we're going to at some point. It's just a matter of time. But basically campaigning for Mr. Jacobs to portray the role of Mr. Voorhees. And then um, another website, which is FridayThe13th.net. I was I never even heard of that fucking website until like yesterday. Uh, I don't even know who runs it, but the author's name of the article was... Jason Voorhees, how fucking clever. Um, but anyways, so it's been around a couple different places, of course. Of course, being shared around by the the group people, Joe Gallo. Yeah, that's and, all over the fucking place on the group. Oh, yeah. And, it, and it's not saying that Glenn Jacobs is going to be the next Mr. Voorhees. It's not saying that. It's just promoting or campaigning for the idea of that. Um, so I thought that we would just touch a little bit on what our thoughts would be on that situation. So I'll let you start, Mr. Joe Gallo. Well, that's not my cane, that's for damn sure. As you know, I think it should just be a cane hotter, you know. <laughs> well, what I will say I met him. Well, I mean <laughs> he should be he should be because he was Jason four times. Yeah, make it five. Five and a half. Might as well make it five, right. Uh and of course Kane's fucking dick riders were in full effect. Not Kane from the WWF or the WWE. Uh, it should be Kane Hodder because he's the best Jason because he was Jason four times. And I met him. And I met him. <laughs> Just a bunch of fucking nonsense. You know how the dick riders are. They're like the they're like the diehard fucking Michael Myers fans. They just there's no talking any sense to them. Um, it's just be, like beating a fucking dead horse with that situation. So, of course, the dick riding for Kane Hodder was in literally in full effect over that. Um, idiots in groups. Uh, but how do I personally feel about him? Uh, I, I think Glenn, for example, the way, well, really, I mean, he's, Glenn's been, what is, uh, he's in the See No Evil uh, films. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, we don't have a lot really to go by as far as uh, Glenn Jacobs goes. I mean, you see what you see in that, in those films. And then of course the wrestler Kane, well, wrestling is different from portraying Jason Voorhees on film. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, completely, totally different. But if you were to say, well, I think, I think that would be a guy to consider for, uh, for the role. Um, yes. And no. And here's why. I've seen Glenn Jacobs in person. I've stood um, probably, I've been in the same room as him, but somewhat of a distance. He's not seven foot tall. A lot of people think he's seven foot tall. He's not. I'm not saying he's not a tall guy, but I can tell you he's not seven, he's not seven foot, uh, not seven feet tall. Uh, 
So it would depend on what they did as far as uh, like the whole versus situation with the platform boots and all that, because you're going to end up with somewhat of a Rob Zombie's Michael Myers um, type of character, the giant, if you will, which we've kind of had that in versus. Don't get me wrong. Um, so it depends on how they wanted to go about that situation. Um, if, if, uh, if that's the case, well then, yeah, I mean, he, and he's a, he's a big guy. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's, he is a big guy. Um, anybody that watches wrestling, you know, um, he is, uh, he's a large man. So anyways, the decision would be that they would have to decide would be, well, are we going to go with the, uh, the Kane Hodder, uh, I just got done running a marathon and I have asthma breathing approach, or are we going to go with like the Richard Brooker, Ted White, human Jason approach, or are we going to go like with the part six, uh, CJ Graham approach? What, what are we going to do? So I think Kane, or I say Kane, I think Glenn, I think he would be more fitting. I think he could do any of those. Um, but if you ju you just have to erase the Kane Hodder bullshit, right? I like to when, see him as an alive Jason. He looked like he could do a good, uh, you know. That's 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 what I would say. I would rather see him in a part three, part four type Jason. Uh, but but we also, and then there was people saying, well, what about Derek Mears? I mean, we've we've seen that in the remake. And then are they going to backpedal from that? Or well, the thing is, is we just don't have any answers to that. So if you just think about this objectively, my thoughts are. Yeah, I think he I think he would be one to consider. That's what I'll say. I'm not saying he should get the role. I'm just saying he would be one to definitely consider and leave it at that. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to campaign for the guy, but I'm not going to discredit him or discount him from that because I think you have to iron down the Jason situation in the big picture before you even think about who the next one would be. Other than CJ Graham, I'd love to see CJ back. Well, and then, of course, we talked a little bit about that a few weeks ago. Could C.J. Graham return as Jason? Well, the thing is, I, I'd be okay with that. I have no problem with that. Then you have people saying, well, let's get new blood in there. And, well, if, if – I mean, we can tear this apart however however you want. Um, but, yes, I mean, I, I would agree. But the article, I think, was misleading to a lot of people because it was almost like it was clickbait. It was almost like, oh, Glenn Jacobs is going to be the next Jason. Uh, and I think that just kind of got a lot of people fired up. And, of course, it's the Canes Dick Riders that are all fired up. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't think it really, anybody else really paid a whole lot of attention to it. But <clears throat> I guess I will stand as um, basically what I already said. I mean, I wouldn't write him off for the role. I just would have to know more about what – the character was going to be like before I would say he would be one to one to choose from. Right. You know, I'm not against it. I think he'd be pretty cool. I, like I said, I agree with you fully. I'd like to see him with a Ted white or Richard Brooker type Jason. I think he'd be badass. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got, he's got that crazy build to him. Uh, not crazy. He's just a big guy. Uh, it would just really depend on what you were, what you were going for. If you were wanting to portray the Franken, what a lot of people say is the Frankenstein Jason. Well, he could clearly do that. Look, look at the way he moves his cane. I mean, that would be more of that, that type of Jason portrayal. 
but I'm sure the guy is obviously capable of doing other things. So it'd be a matter of what you wanted to direct him to do. I just, <clears throat> I don't think it's a bad idea, um, but I don't think it'll ever happen. I mean, the guy's busy anyway. Uh, I don't know how old Glenn is nowadays. I just, I'm not a, I'm not a big wrestling fan anymore, but I know his appearances uh, have been very minimal. And I believe without Googling it, I believe he's still the mayor of a town in Tennessee. So he obviously has a full-time situation with that. And I'm, you know, I don't know how busy the guy is, but it may not even be something he would even want to entertain in the first place. Um, but I think it's, I think it's a viable or a reasonable recommendation. We'll put it that way um, without knowing any more. So uh, I guess we can just leave it at that, Joe Gallo, unless you got something else you want to throw in there about it. You know, Back in the day, I heard that the um, one super famous actor who wanted to be Jason Voorhees, and I'd still like to see him get a shot. You remember who that was? A super famous, um, yeah, well. pretty big celebrity. He wanted he got into business to the for the purpose of being Jason Voorhees. For the purpose of being Jason. Yeah, well, like I said he said that he always wanted to be Jason. That was Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him be Jason, fucking ultra fast Jason. Well, if you're if you're going after the Derek Mears approach, then that would be that would be what you would consider. I mean, all so, I want is an undead Jason who's fucking running. Well, Jason Rising is going to give me that wish, but still. Yeah. Well, like I said, I just uh, the Glenn Jacobs situation. I don't think it's a bad recommendation. I just <clears throat> you'd have to know more to be able to answer that question. So. Obviously, mm -hmm. uh, the Dick Kane's Dick Riders—they're going to run that shit right into the ground because they think Kane Otter should still do it again. Which I'm going to completely disagree with that one. Uh, he's had, you know, his his ship has sailed as far as I'm concerned. But um, you can't reason with those with those people anyway. Uh, the diehards of his. So hey, I'm way, not saying you know, it wouldn't be cool though. If if realistically, if Kane came back as Jason in an official Friday the Thirteenth movie, not some fucking fan film, um, I'd be very happy to see him back. But I know not uh, Nathan Barker would be. One word, Joe Gallo. One word. Pass. <laughs> not interested in that whatsoever. So, all right, go check out the articles. You can read for yourself. Um, it, it, is, it is fun to, to discuss that a little bit, though. I, I, like I said, it's, it's an interesting recommendation. So I was a fan of Kane back in the day, uh, as far as wrestling goes, I liked his character. So, uh, and as far as Jason goes, like I said, I, 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 I have mixed feelings about that. I, I can think about it a couple different ways. And unless I was given a specific of this is the portrayal, then without that, I can't really make a decision, um, as far as Glenn goes, but, uh, it is what it is. So, uh other than that uh you know the drill hit up the etsy's people at camp blood radio the show shirts the hoodies the bikinis the mugs uh hats etc it's all live ready for purchase also t public will stay live questions comments concerns as always feel free to drop us a line unless you're that fat bastard mark tefner <laughs>